0: Welcome to the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, everyone, issue number 34. Before we get into Ridley really, Scott's The Martian starring Matt Damon, we've got a few cool items to get out of the way that's been happening this week in your nerdy world. First off, uh, The Division is coming out with a beta this month, everyone, the highly anticipated uh, Tom Clancy game in which you are in a post-apocalyptic future. And not with zombies, but there has been an incident that's happened, and uh, we're not sure what it is yet, which is great. Uh, There's been some kind of virus released. You have to survive in what looks like New York, like a pretty accurate New York. Uh, January 28th, uh, people on Xbox One will be able to start the beta before anyone else. And then January 29th will start PS4 and PC. The beta will end on the 31st of January. And uh, if you want, everybody can go to thedivisiongame.com slash beta. We're only saying it because like we're very excited. I'm excited for this game, so I'm telling everybody, not because we're being told to, but because for fun. We want everyone to join as many people as possible, so sign up for the beta. We're definitely going to be playing. It's just a game we're interested in, so that's why we're, we're bringing and it up. 1, and
1: 1,000 and 2,000. Oh, sorry. I'm counting the money that we're getting for, for saying this. <laughs> 3,000. The negative $10. You, I wish. You got money for this? <laughs> uh, Maybe m- 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 Maybe. maybe. I, <laughs> I didn't get shit. I just got. For, I for, I for as much as, as we talk about money, like so.
0: gaming and like, especially like Star Wars, uh, you know, with the uh, the Poe Dameron comic coming up, right, Amber?
2: Oh my god, yeah. So um, this week, uh, USA Today let drop that uh, Poe Dameron's going to be getting his own comic that centers around himself and BB-8, leading Woo. up to the events of the latest Star Wars movie. That's awesome. It's going. Yeah, it's going to have uh, art by Phil Noto, who's uh, previously worked on things like uh, Black Widow, X twenty three, and the Star Wars Chewbacca comic. Uh, the writer, Charlie Soule, he's worked on the solo Lando title and uh, other well known works like the Death of Wolverine.
0: Ooh, mm. that sounds awesome! Yeah, it's a,
2: it's I think it's so cool that like comics offer this like opportunity to to go into more detail with these characters that were kind of surprise hits because I mean Poe Dameron he really wasn't in the movie all that much but like he stole the show whenever he was on scene so I'm really looking forward to seeing more of him what I like yeah.
3: is like it does some the comics do something that a lot of my other friends have been like complaining about where they feel like there's too much backstory and nothing to tell them exactly what happened which is what A New Hope was but anyway so this kind of helps explain like who Poe Dameron is and like I, I really hope it starts where he first gets BB-8 Oh, that'd be nice. You know, like we get to see like them start off like both new, <laughs> which that would be kind of cool. I like yeah. to think that be, like
2: BB-8 it's was be really like interesting how they convey BB-8's uh, like, a sass that we saw in the film. <laughs> that because the timing was it was everything with those oh, moments. It's, yeah, so it's going to be very challenging to, to get that to come across. But I think Phil Noto can handle that. Yeah,
0: especially that like he's supposed to be one of a kind. Like the, the way poor Demmerd said that, it's like okay, he's one of a kind, but how where, where did he come from? I mean, I mean, we don't well. We we kind of figured where R two D two came from Naboo, but there's not. But he seems R two D two seems to have a soul like more over than any other Jordan, maybe like him and C three P O. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of a kind, and be well, pretty DBA cool to see. Definitely like, their,
1: has that same that same soul quality that R two D two has.
0: So it'd be cool to see like his his origin story with him and Poe, like how they became buddies, like. Yeah, it, yeah, it, was, it was so cool to see it, like you know when they were reunited in the movie they like oh BBA, 8 oh my god and then he was BB-8 was just so like <laughs> hell-bent and getting back to Poe it's like they've been through some stuff
2: yeah also yeah. it's like you, you can convey so much more with the with uh, with that with the practical effect you know with the rolling ball and, and the head whereas R2-D2 is just this this I guess static robot that all you can do is roll around and, and have hey, the head hey. kind of hey hey you don't
3: don't knock don't knock R2D2, You'd man. Be careful R2 the way you saying, talking about R2D2. BB- yeah. Yeah.
2: R2D2 is great, and they did a ton with what they had, but they can do so much more with BB8. See that there, these new whippersnappers? Kind of... no, 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 no. no. You're
3: still knocking them. No, no. R2D2's <laughs> paved the way. If it wasn't for R2D2, there would be no BB8, damn these it. I will, stampers, the the old... <laughs> I will defend him to the grave. I will defend him to the grave.
0: Got no respect for the old tech.
3: <laughs> Speaking of which, just real quick, I would, uh, that. I want to bring up, like, for, like, BB-8 and R2-D2, something I noticed the other day when I watched uh, Star Wars again. The iconic scene at the end when, like, BB-8 kind of puts, like, the map into R2-D2 is, like, what he has left over. It was kind of a cool union between, like, old and new. Oh, yeah. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's... And it's going off that. I mean, it, like I said earlier, how there is the Lando solo comic and the Chewbacca solo comic. Mm-hmm. It's it's so great that we... That now that we have a, a set canon that... that they can kind of start fresh in while it's like a bummer we've lost all the other lore. You can, you can really tie in things more to, to the new movies. I feel like before the expanded lore kind of evolved independently of, of the prequel films because they just happened to come out before the prequel films were made. And then you, then you had things like the Clone Wars TV show, which, which tied in a lot better. But, but now we have these comics that can, that can, can develop these characters in this, in this intentional, blank space that they can allow the creators to have a lot more control in where they don't have to worry about stepping on someone else's toes as as much as before.
1: Yeah. And I mean I've only read the um the proper Star Wars comic. I haven't read any of the spin offs yet, but uh it's just, it just does a fantastic job at like capturing what I loved about Star Wars, not even the the original trilogy, but what I really liked about the Clone Wars and stuff like that and just mashed it all together. And it's just like the extended adventures of Luke and how he gets himself into all this kind of crazy shit. And uh, it was I mean, it just all starts off like fantastically with with um, Chewie aiming down his sights at Darth Vader. Just like, where the fuck is this going to go? Like, you don't even know.
0: <laughs> This is
1: going to be fantastic. And it just takes off from there. And it's great. And I I was never a guy who uh, got into the extended uh, universe to begin with. Like, I played a lot of the games and stuff like that, but that was about it. And now that it's, you know, it's my love for Star Wars has been reignited with like nitro fuel and all this like easily accessible comics and movies and shows are coming out. It's just like, I can't get enough. I can't just got to watch them all. Just gotta gotta get him, and <laughs> w- that reminds me too that uh, I think it was last night, right, Dave? That uh, rebels came back absolutely. So I don't want to talk about that because we do have to move on because uh, Surge yeah. has some things he don't want to brings up. But like, I'm just fucking excited for this shit, you know? Like it's just womp, fantastic. Womp. womp. Surge is Surge not. Is not. <laughs> give him time. He likes uh, Agents of Shield now, so give him time. Okay, that's around. different. That's completely and... different. <laughs>
3: new, theory, oh, whoa. new theory. New theory. New theory. Ezra Snoke
0: <laughs> Ezra is Snoke Ezra's Snoke I would be so I just I would be so eternally pissed if that I just want to
3: say that just to hear uh, Sergio's reaction in I'll fact I hope so that's true so I can see Sergio's reaction
0: Eternally beyond this life and the next pissed if Ezra became Snoke. <laughs> oh god, be crazy. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, the thing with Agents of the Shield was it just it just started off, you know, with the same tropes. I mean, this this thing is just a, a clear marketing ploy. That's all it is. Like, I didn't it's think not. Agents of Shield not was like it. a marketing ploy. This is a marketing ploy. The, the... I,
2: mean, I, think, I think I think Agents of the Shield has a, or at least early on was just kind of using the movies, Although... to, to give them extra advertisements. But now now it's kind of become its own thing as well. And and, so, and, I mean, and, that, and that's that's how I
0: feel with with Rebels and like and people like it. I acknowledge that people like it and they're like, oh, it's great because you get. More Star Wars, you get more of the, of the thing that you like, but I think it's too much. I mean, I I just don't care for like Ezra's like oh like my my lightsaber. is a blaster. Yeah, it's Plato hair. My lightsaber is a blaster, and it's a lightsaber. That's cheating. And then and then there was there was that clip. Uh, I don't know if it was in the episode of the premiere last night where he has a crossguard saber. Come on, come on. Let's just let's just throw Kylo's out the to knows, be it's fair. Not, it's to be anymore. fair,
3: like that the when you actually look into the history of like Kylo Ren's crossguard saber. It does say it is based on like a thousand year old design, so he could have yeah. actually found an old, you know like an older the Knights saber. Of Ren. Yeah, the Knights of Ren, so they could be much older than they seem like now. But yeah. not only that, but Mark, but Star Wars has always been a marketing ploy. This isn't new. Yeah, that's true. That's right. <laughs> true. Star Wars has always been that since the first fucking movie. It's been also, nothing but marketing. Come on. Also,
2: the the doh hair might have been an animation shortcut. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. might have yeah. been yeah. animation,
3: or it could have been like and an artistic representation. of so. so what they went with, but like from the original movie we had like bed sheets we had freaking yeah. cereal c3po's i've eaten c3po's if, if you're <laughs> gonna
1: sit there and tell me that r2d2 is not a marketing ploy then i think you're blinded by nostalgia because he totally is he's is, like the cutest most marketable thing about the original trilogy and he and came in a piggy fucking, bank he came in yeah,
3: everything exactly oh of course so,
0: that, that's that, that that's how it worked but when the whole thing started they were like all right this is all gonna be based off of this marketing thing. Like when you've all watched the behind-the-scenes stuff, they didn't know where this whole thing was gonna go. People Not thought either. it was gonna be a flop, you know. So, so they didn't have like every. They didn't even have like movie posters for the thing when it when when it started out. As opposed to this, where it's just like, all right, Force Awakens is coming out. We need to keep Star Wars relevant. Even though to us, to me, I know Star Wars has been relevant. It's never gone away. But for the huddled masses who don't really pay attention to Star Wars like we do, like they need something to like keep it going, to give people something to to sink their teeth into, and that's what, what Rebels is. I mean, the, the Clone Wars, like, I, I, I did, kind of didn't like it at first. And then as it grew on, it became, became darker, a bit darker, you know, and mm-hmm. then it uh, developed this whole thing. But the Clone Wars seemed to have a purpose for me. It was showing you the Clone Wars. But this Rebels thing is just, like, its own thing. They have, like, a pink dude in the cast. It's like, that's, like, these these characters are just based off of toys they made. kind of like Transformers. Actually, the there big There were toys guy, first, and then there were, like, series.
3: The big guy is actually based off the original sketches of uh, Chewbacca. That's what Chewbacca was supposed yeah. to look like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're using it now because, like, oh, great. We can, like, you know, put and guy into a plush doll. And, also like, the same thing know. with,
3: like, also the same thing with the First Order Troopers. Like, the uh, the guy who fights um, Finn with, like, the with the baton. He's based off an original design also. Like, actually, a lot of the characters that are in The Force Awakens are based off original designs. In fact, oh, even yeah, Mace great. Windu is based off an original character that was called Mace Windy in the first freaking um, <laughs> draft of Star Wars.
1: I like that use of words, Mace Windy, in the first draft.
3: Yeah. Ah, he went there. Ah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I felt I was, um, when I was really, like, balls deep in uh, Clone Wars, I really didn't like the idea of Rebels. And I I had, like, similar feelings, surge about the whole thing. And then I just, like, I just started watching it, and those all kind of melted away, because uh, Clone Wars went from being so... Like lighthearted to being so dark that to go back to being lighthearted seems so weird but it's even now I can see it's shifting towards dark again with like Ezra like he has no control over his emotions and tapping into the dark side relatively early on to the point where it spooked not only his master but himself uh, but we can talk about Star Wars all day we should probably move on to
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh god speaking of we did uh, again of fantastic heroes uh yeah. DC showcased uh, a, a bunch of stuff I mean DC's like really coming out I mean like they really want their Marvel Cinematic Universe to fear them, and it's great, I because I really like DC. Oh, and speaking of, there was the new uh, DC animated uh, uh, Bad Blood that, that came out. Um, Ooh, I gotta see I lost, that. It was, it was pretty good, I liked it. It's where, yeah. um, uh, you, you're like, and I think we talked about it in a past podcast before, where um, I was asking you who... That woman was like she looked like Batwoman or Batgirl. She had red hair, she had the more tactical, oh, Batwoman. yeah. Batwoman, yeah, yeah. And uh, she looks badass, dude. She has the red hair, she has like the Batman tactical. Wait, in this new movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, she's in this I movie. I love Batwoman. Oh, uh, just... and for those who don't I'm know, but Bad, Bad, Bad Blood so. is um, uh, haven't watched it. I, I, I don't know if it's based off a of comic or anything, Greg. Based off a comic? Uh, I haven't even just like... I,
1: I I'm behind on my DC animation, in all honesty. If
2: you I... tell me the overall premise, I could probably tell you if it's based off a Batman.
0: Oh, okay. So basically it's uh in and this without giving any spoilers away, it's about uh a Batman went in to investigate something, and a bat a Batwoman showed up and he's like, I don't need your help. Like, what are you what are you doing? And she start they start fighting with uh, with some of the criminals there and everything, and then uh one of them uh walks up and he's this huge big dude and he has like a bat mask on and he's not he's not the Arkham Knight, for those of you who play the game. He's not the Arkham Knight, but he has a bat mask going. Um no 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 he actually came he actually came later which was pretty huh. freaking cool to see like that was yeah. awesome uh but uh, uh you know Batman was like who are you like uh, do I know you and the guy's like you do and you don't and you know he tried to use his vision to look behind the mask and he really couldn't uh, uh, put up a face and then uh, you know there was like an explosion that went off and Batman saved Batwoman but it looked like uh, Bruce was caught in the blast and now they're like oh is Batman dead like what's going on and then Damien comes back. To investigate too, because he saw uh, he was in like a Tibetan uh, a monastery somewhere. and he's uh, and Damien mm-hmm. is is uh, Bruce uh, Bruce Wayne's son. For those who don't yep. know, um, yep. yeah, he Bruce comes Wayne back and to investigate. Exactly, yeah. And then uh, and then uh, Alfred uh, calls in Nightwing, and he's like, "Oh hey, something's happened." Blah, blah 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 And he's like, "Damn it, this is really bad timing." And he was like, "And Alfred's like, we have to do something, or else the criminals are going to rise up because everyone's kind of getting the feel that Batman is gone and he might not come back." And it, it was actually a really good movie. So.
1: It it Nightwing, sounds like definitely. it's a it's a, like an amalgamation of different things. Yeah, like a
2: blend. Like almost almost of the um, Really? Stephanie yeah. almost like there's some of the Stephanie Brown storyline where uh where Nightwing takes over from Batman for a while. Well, like I was they,
1: yeah, I was even going to say um when yeah, when he gets like zipped back in time.
2: Yeah, and then and then uh and then Damian is like the Robin and then yeah. Nightwing is is, is Batman. Is Batman to his Robin, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's what was going on in the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it's that and then um it's interesting that they put Batwoman in there because she's a good yeah. enough character to be on her own, and all of yeah, her no, tales dude, are drastically expecting... different from Batman's. Oh style. yeah, when when when
0: she was telling um, uh, Nightwing her story, when she was telling Dick her story, like, it was very interesting, and she on herself can can kick ass, and she's like, I vow to never be taken advantage of again, and and she looks like like killer too, you know? She almost be like an anime character the way she looks. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, it was no, it's just really really cool to see, and I was just like, yes, this is how they should treat like. The female superheroes not like Supergirl but like this like this this is kick-ass Supergirl is like just like an abomination Um, anyway uh, yeah so so DC's been coming up with a whole bunch of stuff so not only there's that they have uh, they they showcase the teaser of the Wonder Woman movie coming out Mm. in 2017 and it's mm. interesting that like now they're, they're 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 showing things. So DC had a showcase, and they're like, oh, you know, it is being played by by, by by Gal Gadot. We all had our had our hangups about Gal Gadot, but uh, mm. we were talking about this the other night. I think we're all over it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about this the other night, like while we were we were gaming um, here on Twitch TV, and we were saying how you know, like, yeah, we had our hangups, but now it kind of looks like she's settling into the role. You know, she she found the groove in the couch, you know, that she can sit on, and you know, she worked her you know her butt into the groove, and now she's got a comfortable spot.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and what's interesting is they're, they're slightly tweaking the Wonder Woman movie, too. So uh, for all the Wonder Woman fans out there, you know that and those who are not fans, you probably don't know that Wonder Woman is supposed to come up around World War Two era is when she first kind of peeks her head off of mascara and sees, you know, humanity and everything, which is a very interesting time because everything is very black and white at that point for World War Two. Nazis are bad. Hitler rules the Nazis. Hitler's the master of all evil. Get Hitler. Right, that's basically uh, in a nutshell the popular version of World War Two. She's peeking up in the movies during World War One, which is generally considered a more grey area. Huh. So you don't have your your bad guy kind of thing. And I think what's interesting about that dynamic is uh, Wonder Woman's mother has always been the one saying, like, don't trust men. Men are evil. Like, you know, there's a reason why we're over here. (laughs) Just stay stay here. And then Wonder Woman, you know, decides to leave during this, like, where everyone is fighting everyone. And, like, you know, over in Europe and brothers are fighting brothers, essentially. And it's just, like, it's very, like, weird, fucked up time for her to show up and to almost solidify her mother's beliefs. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, that's a very good move on that part. It kind of makes sense why she'd show up and then be like, "Screw this, piece, and yeah. then disappear for a while. Yeah, because
1: yeah. like
0: she's like she she doesn't age because she's pretty much like a demigod, right?
1: Well, she, I mean, in normal continuity, I believe she does age, but just like you know, uh. Superman, Superman style. So just like it gets to a point where, or even Wolverine, right? Like it just gets to a point where it just slows she down. She
2: Ages as much as the story wants her to.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I got you. Yeah, because I was like, okay, so how is it going to go? You know, from her being back in the world war and then in a modern day where we are now with batman and superman and she doesn't age so i was wondering if it's like okay so are they playing up like she's a demigod because of the whole fantastical world she's in and then she comes and it's funny it must it must be funny for her to come into our world uh and then there's like these there's like this mass this black mass dude who's like and you know just running around punching people and stuff and you mm. know his own brand of justice and there's this like other dude who flies and stuff which that 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 probably isn't that weird for her. <laughs> oh yeah, I wonder, um and in this new Wonder Woman movie coming up, uh DC really didn't say anything about her powers. It just kinda showcased like the scene, like like Greg was mm. saying, like where it's gonna take place. It showed her uh kicking ass and like looking looking awesome doing it. Um and it oh man, like got, like I'm starting to like Gal Gadot now, like the look of it all like seeing her in action looks good. Looks really good. Yeah, for, uh, um, for Wonder Woman.
1: Sure. We also saw a trailer for Suicide Squad or a new one, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. My biggest disappointment, and I fucking knew this was going to happen, but I was hoping it wouldn't. Harley's voice is not Harley's voice, at least, thus what I heard.
2: At least not all the time. I know in the first trailer there was that one moment where it really sounded like her. Yeah. It was but... like a.
1: It was like a word, though, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: And this, we see her forming complete sentences. Uh, And, you know, the voice fits, but it's not like the voice, you know, it's not like the Tara Strong voice, which is what we all want, because, uh, you know, Harley's one of those rare exceptions. Yeah, (laughs) one of those rare exceptions where she was brought to life on animation before she was on the pages of a comic book. So we know what she's supposed to look like. We We know what she's supposed to move like. We know how she's supposed to talk. Like we have this point of reference now, and it, you know it—it it hasn't differed since her creation, essentially. So it'll be interesting. Uh, her, her soul, I guess, is kind of there, but that the voice is just kind of gone, which is disappointing. Everything else looks really cool, though. I just hope she mm. says pudding. <laughs> um, I love that Will Smith is just playing Will Smith again. <laughs> he like really
3: it, is. Oh my god! Don't I wish he didn't bring that up? He But God, I don't.
0: He's have, like one I don't. I don't. Actors. I don't have a problem with that. I, I, I should. I've with it like... in, in in certain certain movies, but like sometimes it just it just works, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, like it the way definitely the way wasn't
3: to... necessary. An iRobot, I'll say, I'll go that far. Like he did not need to be Will Smith in iRobot. Yes, he yeah. Did. Yeah.
2: Like I, I thought
0: iRobot <laughs> nah, was, was like was, was like a light so,
2: movie. Uh, Ask who only knows Deadshot from Arrow, because I, I haven't read that much of the comics. Um, I, so far, I, I haven't seen anything offensive about how Will Smith is portraying the character. I don't
1: know. Like, like you should read uh, Villains United, because that was my first real exposure to Deadshot, and like I, that's where I really kind of grew fond of him. So for me, it's kind of like just like you know, everyone knows I love me some Will Smith, um, but it's just like put a little more effort in, man. Come on, just like a little bit more. Just just being like, so what? With like. The bad guys now? Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. girl. Pssh, nah, <laughs>
0: you dumb. <laughs>
1: uh, and we also saw some uh, brief concept art for the Justice League of America. I'm calling. I'm calling it the JLA movie. Yeah, no, it's just pretty much.
0: Uh, it's funny saw... because they were talking about it as if it was in reference to the Dawn of Justice, but also it seemed like they were saying, "Oh no, these are like the concept art and some of the things for." The Justice League, Dawn movie of itself. the Justice League, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Dawn of the Justice League, but but at the same time, they're like, oh, uh, I'm like, is this? Do they mean more? Or because the way, it's, So the the actor who's going to be playing Cyborg, the actor who's going to be playing uh, the Flash. Uh, briefly, I mean, you guys just did it on funky.com we got the, the video, Uh, we're briefly talking about their character roles and things like that, and it sounds a bit bigger than Dawn of Justice. It sounds like, are you guys talking about the filming and, and some of the things we're going to see in, like, a uh, just a Justice League movie by itself? Which is what Dawn of Justice is, but it sounds like they're talking about, like, a separate movie than Batman vs Superman, Dawn of Justice. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. and, I mean, we, we got our first real look at the whole lineup, too. You know what I mean? Like, we saw, we were going to see, we saw very, like, small and pixelated based on what i could tell but kind of a brief glimpse of cyborg we see the flash kind of looks like he did in injustice a bit um similar costume and we see uh jason momoa aquaman almost full costume
3: which is yeah Dude, uh, I, I if i could if i could pull off that cosplay i would be a god literally
1: yeah <laughs> i i'm still not 100 on jason momoa aquaman just because
0: like i don't know
2: I'm
1: uh, a As
2: a Game of Thrones fan, I'm I'm all I'm all for this. I think
0: yeah, C- Kyle Droga, I mean, cuz like, like what are the what are your requirements for someone to play Aquaman?
1: So I was thinking more like uh, Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy. Like the blonde hair is a uh... big big thing for me. You know, that's actually he, a
0: pretty good uh, yeah.
2: a they, change, they change character to hair color like Star-Lord has different color hair in the movie Right but
1: I mean like I think that for me that was a big part Of Aquaman is like in his early days He was like the golden boy and he's like you know Mr. Handsome and like everything and then he gets just like As the character evolved he got the Captain Ahab look which I love that Like <laughs> transformation into Captain And Ahab. I think um, I can't remember his name right now but Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy uh, He can really pull off both looks As you saw in that show
0: and he's a good actor. A and really he's a great good actor.
1: actor too, yeah. I mean he's he's British. Yeah. And you wouldn't know that if you just tuned in to Sons Anarchy, like he does a fantastic job.
0: And even in uh Pacific Rim, he was he was American. They didn't they didn't let him have an accent.
1: Oh god, yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, like I, yeah. he's just like good like that, you know. Like he like him and Hugh Laurie are just fantastic at Hiding their ass accents to the point where people are like, "Wait, what? Hugh Laurie is British?"
0: Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a buddy of mine who, uh, who never, um, who was, we saw uh, Pacific Rim. He's like, "Is that Jacks Teller?" I was like, "Yeah, that's the English guy." What do you mean English? And then I showed him um, a snippet from uh, what's what's it called that movie? Undeclared. Uh no uh g- g- no. Green Street Hooligans but with Elijah Wood oh yeah so Elijah Wood that. and Jax Teller yeah yeah he's he, he plays himself pretty much himself like, an Englishman and uh, and a, and, a, and a soccer hooligan and but he was like that's Jax Teller he's yeah. all English so I'm like yeah that's what he is like he's like, oh wow that's really good he's a good actor yeah I
1: mean, his yeah. name is Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, I was, yeah. it's
0: such like a regular name. Jack yeah, Steller. I know. Jack, yeah, Jack Teller. We, we, yeah, we've we got the other thing. We're an actor. is, Yeah, you know, it's, it's Jack's Teller, and you got Thor. <laughs> He's you know, There's no more, you know?
1: Yeah. And uh, Amber, last thing you wanted to bring up. Yeah. Go.
2: Topping off the week, we finally got a confirmation that Jessica Jones is getting a Jessica! season two. Yeah! Yeah! Jessica! 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 For so long for so long so People were worried that it wasn't going to get a season two because it didn't perform as good as Daredevil, which I don't know which, why people are even hearing. Yeah, that. which
0: is ridiculous. You no, know, everybody that I talked to was just like, "Oh, have you seen like, oh my god Like everybody that I've talked to. Like, yeah, like when I, I went home for it. yeah, when I went home for Christmas break and, uh, and I'm out at, at a bar with people and like their, their friends, are like, "Oh, hey, you you talk about like have you like what do you think about Jessica Jones? Have you seen it? And I'm like, "What do you think about it? And, oh, we love it. And you know, this is like a whole group of people I've never met, and you know, they're very nice but kind of muggle. English. and yeah. and they're like oh we don't watch you know stuff like that or whatever because they watch like house and you know like gray's anatomy and whatever what have you and they're like oh this is this was great like it, i mean they need to make more stuff like that i was like oh have you seen daredevil and daredevil is what got them to watch this you know so i was like huh i mean that's what got me watching jessica jones i was like oh okay daredevil was good. I like that so this should be pretty good too
2: right, right. It's, it's gonna be interesting to see how they how, how they uh, go about making it because this is kind of a, a recent addition i feel like because their their main focus and, and they stress this is is to have the original lineup of uh iron of iron fist the daredevil jessica jones and uh and then lead up to to like defenders so the season two for jessica jones isn't isn't a isn't as high I, i'm getting the impression that's not as high a priority so i don't know if it's going to be released um shortly after or or maybe or maybe around the same time i'm not entirely sure how they're going to do it because uh because jessica is a character it, is going to be a main character in the defenders um my main question is like uh, who, who are they going to have as the main villain
1: Fing feng foom
2: Fing feng foom absolutely <laughs> giant <laughs> dragon
1: with purple yeah, yeah. oh
2: He's yeah giant dragon
3: giant dragon, giant dragon. <laughs> with purple purple shorts what? well maybe maybe they'll do that but it'll be like a chinese like triad guy <laughs> named that well, that wears purple is, shorts
2: the thing is that she just doesn't have that big a rogues gallery i mean yeah. i mean she has purple man and that's kind of like it as far as as far purple as
0: man <laughs> i'm excited for that like let's let's yeah. let's bring more of that th- this way and let's get more more dc stuff and and marvel stuff made for netflix Let's hmm. get that going, you know. I mean I, I, I get that they want, you know, a whole bunch of seasons, and they want it they want it on like regular T V and everything, but come on, like Everyone knows now, and there's there's data that shows that Netflix has taken over and has more more of a crowd, more of a following, more people on it than people watch regular TV. Which is why network TV is like scrambling to get mm-hmm. everything they possibly can to get on stream. In yeah, exactly, get people going, right? You know? no, and you even see network TV having all these different apps and all these different things. Like NBC has like. All of these apps have, like, NBC Extra, NBC Sports, all this sort of stuff get their, you know, their presence online so people can consume their content so they know people aren't paying attention to regular TV. I mean, yeah. I don't have regular TV. I have, like, you know, a bunch Nothing. of stuff that I, you know, a lot of people, yeah, everyone pretty much. Internet and Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Internet, <laughs> Netflix, uh, your other sites, what have you, your Hulu's, your Who's mm-hmm. your Who's Screw you know. Uh, do you want to
1: hear the most ridiculous thing for a subscription? Huh. Oh, God. CBS Online. CBS Online. <laughs> yes! oh you have to God! have a cable subscription yeah. and then you have to pay 8 or $10 a Wait, month on top what? of that. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. That Stupid. is like the stupidest Stupid.
3: thing I've ever heard.
1: Yeah, no, I was Hulu, like.
3: Hulu bothers me because it's like, what what Oh, Hulu, I don't mind. No, but I hate the fact that you're still paying to get commercials. You can pay more to get not commercials. Yeah, but I shouldn't. If I'm which paying, is the problem. Which <laughs> is if, if I'm the paying, problem? I should not have it's commercials. catch like 22. Exactly. No,
1: I mean, like that. I think you're yeah. paying for the ability to have it next day. And anything that's not next day, is that that's what bothers me. Because there are a couple shows that are like, oh, you'll get it. Like, Fox is like, you'll get it when you get it uh, most <laughs> of the time. But, like, the ones that are like consistently next day is like, all right, I get it. Like, NBC is always next day. But to so. jump
3: back to the uh, Netflix thing, like, the one reason I would rather have, like, our, our our shows, like, Marvel shows or whatever come out on Netflix is that I noticed that when it comes out on Netflix, everything's already established. Like, we already know who the character is going to be and how it's going to be. It's, like, it's almost like they make, like, a, an eight-hour-long movie. Whereas with a sitcom, the characters evolve and how the character is or how the show is the first episode or pilot is completely different how it is, like, later on. So with Netflix, it's established. We already know who Daredevil is and he just goes at it. We already know who Jessica Jones is and she just goes at it. There's no real, like, change in the character that's drastic from, like, a first season to, like, a second season, like, with network television, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I agree too
0: because I, I didn't like the way Agent Shield started up. I mean, like I think oh. I think I think Supergirl is a badass character, but the way they're starting her off is all blah. I think the Flash is a badass character, but the way they have him so neutered is so blah. But again, it's because they have to like build it up until eventually in later in the season or the next season, they will eventually start to be what we know as opposed to daredevil i mean uh like i talked to some people who were just like oh you know it, it took so long for him to become the daredevil i'm like i mean i don't, I don't, he I don't was daredevil think Daredevil so. the whole time he was Daredevil? Much the whole time while he was wearing black yeah. i mean is there a definition of daredevil when he has all red on i mean no he even when he was in all black and everything like as soon as he got his powers as soon as they, sh- they showed him as an adult he was daredevil yeah pretty much I-
2: I also think I mean we've brought this up before, but it's just like the difference between having a serialized pacing versus having it all at once. Like Dave said, it's like a long movie. But as far as Marvel's choice to to hold off on uh, on on Netflix, I think I think they're really trying to keep their their scope in order. They don't want to overdo it. They want to they want to they want to have a good uh, footing in what they release so that they can do as good a job as they can.
0: Absolutely. And speaking of stuff that did a good job, we are about to start talking about *The Martian*, directed by Ridley Scott. Welcome, 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 everyone! Issue number thirty-four of the Bad Cootie Funky Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about Ridley Scott's *The Martian*. On today's podcast with us, we have Dave the Bearded Menace. You. We've got Adam Bomb Amber. Rrr. <laughs> We've got Booster Greg. What up? And I'm Sergio. Welcome, everybody. *The Martian*, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Matt Damon. About an astronaut who was stranded on Mars, got left behind, and the crew that has to go get him back. And funny enough, people thought that it was real. But uh, that's not the controversy you want to start off with. Amber, like, uh, I, you, you told me something about The Martian that I didn't right, so, understand.
2: So the Golden Globes had it nominated for a couple of things. But the award that The Martian ended up winning on was for best comedy and or musical
0: musical (laughs) what oh oh, that's just the name of the category but that's
2: what like what like i don't i to to me that that's that's crazy like i i know that i mean and and i think it it's like legitimately offensive because the film has great humor but the humor is in light of of this of this incredibly heavy despair this character must be feeling And, and just the fact that he's he, he still has these moments that can that can really even make the audience like, laugh is it make it, it makes it so much more powerful in that it's a thriller or a, or a drama and but but to call it a comedy like what that's weird
3: I'm just <laughs> wondering why comedy and musical are in the same category
2: yeah
0: because I've seen a lot of musicals yeah. that
3: aren't funny in the least because the subject matter so I don't think they should be in the same that offends me. You know, as a funny guy, they shouldn't be in the same category. You know, I love my my musicals and comedies. Like, they should be separate. I make a motion to se- separate those two.
2: No, and and a lot of people in the industry have been have been uh have been pretty frustrated over it. I, I think one person was uh was just jokingly posting uh, that he's like, okay, well, my movie has a Japanese actor. Can I can I get the award for for foreign film? Like, it's <laughs> it it's like it's like if you can if you can just pick and choose one segment of 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 a movie then then the, any movie can qualify for any category and i mean yeah it's it's, it's a it's a ridiculous like comparison but at the same time it, it 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 really makes you take a step back and just wonder like what are the criteria these people are selecting category these movies for on like the golden globes and the emmys
3: one thing i did find hilarious and it was like the first thought i had as soon as i saw the credits and a bit of a spoiler alert i'll say i was like oh wow sean bean didn't die <laughs> and he easily could have you know he's just walking out of like like uh mission control and all of a sudden like a piece of the lander falls on him you know like he could have easily died in this movie but he didn't and i was kind of shocked hell he could have blown his brains out at one point and i'm like oh there it is sean bean's dead all right he died died in his movie that's how that's what he does
2: but yeah um so i mean sergio do you do you, what do you think about the uh the comedy. At home. I mean, like, I think that when you, if you if you actually watch the video when he's on when he's on stage, I mean, Rid- Ridley Scott gets up there and he's like, he
0: was, was he was so just taken aback. He was like, wait, what? Like, comedy. <laughs> I, think, like... I, I think I think I think Matt Damon too. When when they put the camera on him, they were like, wait a minute. Um, they're like, what? How in the heck is it nominated for this segment? And they're like, and and Ridley Scott, I, I think he said something uh, to the effect of, oh, I don't think this is what I what I wrote, you know. But uh, but you know th- that aside, the movie the movie was great. Like I th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. I-, I would not have put in the category of comedy and musical <laughs> and all that. Like that's just so odd.
2: Absolutely, but I think and I think and again it just it just detracts from all all the things the movie does so well. I mean, you you have these 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 long moments of of just I don't even know, this tension where I, I was I was watching it with a friend and I was just hunched up in a ball, like just hoping hoping that something good would happen, that something would, that things would just stop going wrong for this character. And I mean, I don't know, is there is there is there humor in that? Is there is there humor in in watching in watching his all of his work like go go to go to shit?
3: Like to me comedy know. would be something more like if he's on Mars and it's almost like a Ben Siller movie And it's just, like, everything just keeps on going wrong in a funny way. You know, like, maybe he's growing, like, food out of poop and all of a sudden he has herpes. You know, like, something (laughs) like that shouldn't happen, but it does. Or it's, like, you know, The Martian and it has, like, the naked gun humor. You know, like...
0: Oh, that'd be great.
3: But you know what I mean? It's, like, that would be a comedy. This had... Like you were saying, Amber, it does have funny moments. And they're in light with what's going on in the movie, but it's to say it's a comedy is a huge stretch. It's like yeah,
2: some I, of my favorite. I, I wonder, I wonder if
3: there is like some kind of weird like vendetta against it or
0: like really Scott or something like that. Like you know what we'll do? We'll put it as a comedy. I'll show them. It's like <laughs> you I mean, know, it's weird. You know
2: what I think it is? I think that, the, that, that whatever the committee was that that, that nominated the movies and it ultimately selected them heard their friends quoting it, or or see or saw, or saw some some clips, and I'm like, oh, this is great, it must be a comedy, and they didn't even watch it. That's what I think.
0: And you know what's funny? There have been uh, some statements coming out that like some of those people in, in the Academy don't watch some of the things, like, uh, um, oh my god, what movie was it? Uh, there was an interview happening, and uh, they, they said they didn't want to watch the movie because they didn't want to see a bunch of other bad stuff, so they just kind of like wrote it off and went on to the next movie to, to watch and review. <laughs> And she's like, Oh, okay. And then and then at the same time like the academy's like filled up with these like older people in their sixties or something. You know, they're all these like old white people that like you know just, and that's where the, that's where all the movies that win are like they're a bit slower, they're more drama based, they're have they have like an underdog in it, and uh, I'm, I'm glad the movie won because Matt Damon like he really really sold this, you know, as 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 a NASA uh, like scientist. I mean, I would never have thought that he would be good in this role. I mean, you know, I think he got it based off of like how good he was in Interstellar, but and him being a good actor in general. But at the same time, it's like, all right, we're gonna make a movie about a man being marooned on Mars, and it's gonna be a, a bit science-y or whatever. I, like Matt Damon would not have been the hat I would have thrown into, you know?
2: Right. No, no I, I was I was very impressed with his with his roles, and, and he he just did a good job of uh of of, of having this humor come out out in these situations where you just don't expect it. every single every single joke was was at this moment of of just uh, with this very bleak moments and and every time the reason they were funny is just because they were so well-placed and, and, and that's credit to him to his to his pacing as an actor
3: oh yeah what i like about the movie the most is um and i was telling one of my co-workers about it today with this movie particularly in the way the subject matter it could have easily been turned into like one of those fucking found footage movies you know easily eat e-
0: really what?
3: no no they could they could eat because he's always talking to the camera so they easily could have turned it into that, and like be the people back home, or like talking to like the media. You know what I mean? They could have done it like very easily, maybe,
2: maybe but they part, didn't. But it and that's gotten, what I loved. It would have gotten too ridiculous towards the end, where you know, when 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 there was a lot of high attention action going on, you wouldn't have been able to to really to really have the have the shaky cam at least be believable at that point. <laughs> I mean, at least in in like in like Chronicle, you had like these psychic powers that are able to like control the camera from a distance. So when you had a fight scene, you could actually have. The camera hovering around them but but in this you could really really couldn't have that
0: yeah and and, and do you mean like uh, found footage is if you know they maroon him he's stranded and then but by the time they get all this footage he's already dead is that what you mean
3: yeah pretty much there's like a movie that came out like that like called uh, europa which is kind of like it was kind of like operating in the same as a space movie of these people being stranded like, on a, like one of uh, jupiter's moons yeah and um it was told from like a found footage perspective So it's basically all done after a fact and it's people giving interviews and doing like news reports, stuff like that of the movie and events that take place in this particular movie. So they could have done the same thing where it's just like, or they could have made it kind of like, um, district nine where it's part found footage, part like movie, you know, like we know when they're doing like interviews the beginning of the movie about what happened with the guy who turns into like the, the, uh, the prong, they could have done that similar. They could easily turn it into a found footage movie. But they didn't. That's what I like about it. That's all I'm saying. It's like it's, the movie was well done. It definitely had Ridley Scott's, um, signature on it. You could tell just by watching it, just oh, by yeah. like the the camera angles and like oh, the cinemat and the move. It was a. He's just he's a director. Yeah, you know you know like, you know a director. it was him. Yeah, and I just love like Matt Damon's character. He's just like, he could not get defeated no matter what. Like <laughs> any of any one of us in his situation. Any of the situations that came up would have been like, you know what? I'm dying, so, uh, yeah, let me just strip naked, run outside and see what happens. No, he was, like, determined to live, even before. Yeah, he
2: was like, fuck you, Mars. Yeah, and th-
0: th- <laughs> there, was, there was an interview um, by a scientist who, who said, you know, that, that he really liked this movie because even though, you know, in the movie, Matt Damon is, is a trained scientist, even a trained scientist would still have a huge problem with, you know, his circumstances. So he thought it was interesting the way... Uh, you know, like uh, Matt Damon's character thought in this movie, his thought process, and just you know his will and his drive to not give up, even though he's stranded on Mars and he's trying to get a signal back to Earth for them to come back and rescue him. You know, like the, he thought, like, oh wow, you know, even filled with all this adversity, you would think they'd be trained for certain things, but that's it. They're trained for certain things, but he's just like, huh, I'm gonna science the hell out of Mars, and uh, <laughs> he grew poop. he grew potatoes out of poop and Mars and Mars dust and and it that's was so ingenious. That's what I love about okay. his character
3: better than the character uh, Senator Bullock's cal- character in Gravity. Like her, I mean, Gravity was a great movie, but her character bothered the shit out of me. It's like was that? she just would not stop. Bitching and moaning, like I understand <laughs> you're going to possibly die. Ouch! But it's you know what? You're a fucking astronaut. You are trained for these types of situations. You are trained to have nerves of steel. You're not going to strap. <laughs> you're not going str- to strap my ass to ta- the top of like, a rocket. You, know?
2: death. you know? They can. They can. They are allowed to freak out a little. Bit. I know, so, but no, so she no, freaked no, but out. No, but like, like, wasn't that her thing
0: much. though? Like her thing in the movies that she wasn't like a NASA. Like, she was just some kind of like technician or something. So they. Trained her as a technician and they needed her to go up there. You know, but in
3: the same fact, you can say that about about Matt Damon's character. He was a botanist. You know, he wasn't trained by NASA, he was just being sent over to Mars. You know, Mm. I don't care what they are, if they're part of NASA or a scientist, whatever, if you're going to go up on a rocket ship behind like thousands of pounds of thrust that could possibly explode at any moment, you know, because it can happen. We've seen it happen, unfortunately, in history, you know. These people have nerves of steel. If you're going to do a spacewalk, that's nerves of steel. I don't give a fuck what you say or what your are tethered Well, to, you say you they know. have
0: nerves of steel but we really don't know because I mean they can prepare them for space but then once you're there you're you're in, in bloody space. So,
3: so. I, I, I get that but I mean just yeah. saying like her character just bothered the fuck out of me. It's like it was just <laughs> one bitching moment after another after another after another. I'm like come on. It was a great movie but come yeah. on. And then that's we have funny Matt, Dan- because Matt cause, character. Because
0: like, I, usually, I usually don't like I agree and I usually don't like those characters in movies or TV shows or whatever but I kind of didn't mind it in Gravity because I, I felt like she was uh, you know she was freaking like we were freaking out with her you know what i mean as if she was the person uh like like she she was us and we were her and we were there with her and i completely forgot that she was nasa trainer maybe 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 that's a part of the issue too but uh i kind of like how you know when everything started hitting the fan and really going out, out of the way she was just like oh my god like i was trained to a certain point but not for any of this so you know while you're while she's going through this you're kind of freaking out with her so I don't know, that's what I kind of liked about it, because I was just like, damn, I I don't know what to do in in that moment, you know, like, when you're in, you're so close to Earth, you're so close to home, but you're so far, so far away, and you're being thrown through space, and it's, oh, man, like, and Gravity was a good movie for that, like, it it actually, it's, it really, like, that movie captivated how horrifying space is, like, she was so close, and there were people there, but there was nothing you can do, and she was just literally flipping out. Oh man,
2: and and even in *The Martian*, like you were saying, with Ridley Scott's uh, filmography, he uh, he was able to convey like the vastness and how barren the Martian landscape was. It was it was kind of that sense you would have if you were stranded in the middle of a desert, except you know he's like the only human on on the planet. <laughs> but in, in general, I think with *Gravity* and, and *Martian*, they're just they're stories of, of just human perseverance, and they're so uplifting in, in that and that they do pull through these these fantastic obstacles and and then it just, it just I mean I really didn't know where it was gonna go I mean even with the humor I was so worried that Matt Damon's character was gonna was gonna <laughs> die and I and when, and when he ultimately like you know makes it I was like yes just I was like cheering
3: yeah I mean hmm
0: Dave what, what, were you gonna say about Matt, Dam- Matt Damon's character
3: huh oh I'll, um, I'll... The, the fact that he just could not be defeated, you know? And, like, every single thing (laughs) that came to him, like... He couldn't catch a break. Yeah, like, and not only that, like, his character, like, he was facing horrible odds. Like, I don't care what movie physics you want to put into it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, he was millions of miles away from home, you know? And he knew for a fact the next time you'll see another human face is probably five years at the best estimate. And just... You know, just he could not be defeated. He's like, you know what, I'm going to do my best to survive. I might die anyway, you know, but at least I will do my best to survive. And his character was just, could not be defeated. That's what I love. Even when, like, even when shit got really bad for him, he just kept on going. Like, all right, well, I'm going to survive and fuck it and make fun of my crew members while I can. So, yeah, this is what we're doing. But it was good. I mean, and I was watching it this morning before um, I went to work. Yeah. And... <laughs> for me, it was kind of funny because, like, you know, I'm waiting for this movie to finish, and I have to go to work. Cause I only have like ten minutes to get to work, and I'm like, "Come on!" And I'm like, I'm feeling more like nervous for them saving him than anything else because I have to get to work. I have to see this movie end before I go to work. So I'm like, "Is this gonna happen? Are they gonna do it? What happens next? What the fuck? I mean, is he just gonna black out? What are they gonna do? Oh my god!" And just like, I had to stop, go do something else, come back, finish watching the movie. I'm like, fuck, now I have even less time to watch this and get to work. Fuck, fuck, fuck. But other than that, it was just. Ah, just good movie great movie I liked it
0: what was uh, a what, what, what was a good like uh, moment for you when he was really in a situation he was trying to get himself out like what what really kind of stood out for you
3: Um, when he's talking about going from one base to another when he's leaving like the place he, when he was leaving like the landing site yeah and getting to the rendezvous site around the, over to the crater it was like a 50 day journey so it's like a month and a oh, half just going man. at it now any one of us would have flipped the fuck out and he's like so right now I have to be on maritime rules and I have to go from one station where they can tell me what to do to another station they tell me what to do. But between that, they can't tell me what to do, which means I'm a pirate. And I just <laughs> busted out laughing because it's like, oh, my God, he is so right. Just, you know, again, like he could die just going to the crater. It's a 50-day ride. And no shower, nothing. <laughs> with a
2: nuclear reactor in the back of his body.
3: <laughs> yeah, that could explode and kill him instantly. Like anything could happen at that point. You could hit another storm that'll knock the, like the rover out of the way, whatever. And all I could say is, you know, it's going to be international waters technically, so uh, I'm a pirate.
2: And even even when things look, looked looked bleak, bleakest at the end, when he was like in space with like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, like a. Mostly, mostly deconstructed space pod. <laughs> Not good. Look, it doesn't look like he's gonna make it to the crew, and you're just like, "Oh my god, he's come this far. He's in space. There's no coming back from this he doesn't make it." And he's like, "But guys, if I puncture my puncture in my spacesuit, <laughs> yes, the Iron Man saying <laughs> they're like, like No.' risk of me dying. <laughs> but you forget, I'll be able to fly around like Iron Man." <laughs>
0: That was great. And they're like, what? No. He's like, guys, it's it's gonna work. I'm so and 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 you just feel for him in that moment, you know, because he's so close to going home and yet there's a calculation that's off and he's just like, Oh, okay, you guys are right up there coming to rescue me and I'm right here. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Let's go. But uh but like you know, even even, you know, but before all that, just him just the realization that he's stranded on Mars, that he's just by himself and he needs to somehow survive like he didn't give up, like he didn't commit suicide, he didn't throw himself down, he didn't just like curl up into a ball. He was like, Alright, I can uh, I, I can do this. and he and he kinda had fun with it. He really kinda had fun with it. And then you gotta love like the special effects and like the scenery and it was beautiful. Like just the way they portrayed Mars as this barren but familiar wasteland. You know? Like Ridley Scott has his has his thing for cinematography. These big huge shots and uh oh my god just even from like you know one of my favorite movies gladiator just big huge sweeping shots and like sometimes there's not much going on sometimes there's a couple elements that he puts in there but it's just, you can just stare at that one shot for hours you know if, if you're if liked, a cinephile
2: i also liked how how it didn't fall into this into this uh us versus them that it, that it could have I, I was really thinking the movie was going to turn into a you had a battle on on earth for should, should we like let the world know that he's alive or not um, should should we cover this up so that we can have an easier time in the future? I was I was actually really glad it didn't and, and surprised that it didn't take that direction because it, it because it, it was really a story about about human ingenuity and just overcoming these obstacles in it and and that would and if it just focused on this this battle of of of, of should we even let the world know that he's out there it would have really been a very different film.
3: I like how it showed people being like united for like one cause yeah, they, they but this one it. guy back and it's like not just like the crew or nasa it was like the entire world was like united watching it like it was like new year's eve you know like yeah, watching and you have it that like that a and day. from china
2: too where, where they're like we have we, ha- we, we we haven't let anyone know but we we have a way for them to come back for, for us to help them back we have we have a vessel yeah like we should we, we should we should tell them like and that used like,
0: to more in real life. Like that was great. Yeah. Where, when, yeah. you know, like uh, China had like their rocket, like, Hey, we can help out, you know, let's, let's do it, you know? And, and, you know, but like, you know, they, they, they kind of had a hang up. Like, well, they would know we kind of had this thing. We we're planning something, you know, it was, it was their own space exploration thing, but they're like, no, it's the right thing to do. Like, let's, let's do it.
2: And just, like, so much energy when, for, from, like, every party in this movie went into saving this one life that by the end, I would, it, when any of the astronauts were were outside the ship or in any way not, like, latched on, I was like, oh, my God, if they lose anyone, this movie is immediately going to be, like, the most depressing thing I've ever seen. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you ha- they had to save everyone. That, that was what it came down to. No one was allowed to die or else it was a failure
3: for like a while at Thousand and like sadly where they do save him. He gets back on the ship and they're going home, but he dies anyway from radiation poisoning from having like the thing. No! Back. No! Cause he looked all fucked up and I'm like, is that because he's been starving or because he's getting radiation sickness? And I, I just thought it was gonna get to that where he gets oh, on the ship. It's
2: because he was having one potato a day that was like rationed for, right. for months upon months. But like he gets Actually, speaking of that, I have a question. When they were saying, uh, what was the the measurement of time that they used to, to, to say like different like, souls? Souls, what yeah. is a soul? And, you know, I, I
0: had to I had to look it up too because I was just like, uh, I, and and the funny thing is that they they use that measurement in the movie as if people are gonna know what you know what the hell that <laughs> is. It's like, okay, stop using that in this movie. We're all we don't know what that is. We're a regular audience here, right. you know. They're like, hmm, it's gonna take twenty five souls for him to it's like more what? Science-y. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. It's more, and I think that that's why, like, there were a couple, like, uh, scientists who were interviewed who were like, oh, you know, this thing is more, it it tried to be more, you know, science fact than fiction, you know, because they're saying how, like, uh, um, gravity and, uh, uh, well, Christopher Nolan movie. Damn it! We just we were just interstellar. Talking about it. Interstellar. interstellar, interstellar, yes, boom, we did it, interstellar. Yeah, like interstellar was, was more science fiction, less on the science fact, huge less in the science fact. They, they said there was some qualities in there, like the way they were talking about black holes and things like that. But this movie was more science fact than science fiction, and uh, and but it was fun though. The, the way you know, like it makes it sound really nerdy for people who don't like care anything about that stuff. But it, it was it was a fun movie to watch, like just to see what all these people were going through and just to see how Matt Damon was just like he was so smart. And he just oh, and, kept himself and, alive. And just
2: seeing everyone trying to work out these calculations, there's that that one was he was he a college student? That I don't remember his character's name. Uh, the Got the kid who was who was uh, oh yeah
0: yeah his uh, uh well his really his real name is uh um, Donald Glover Donald Glover
2: Donald Glover right, 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 where, where he where he's just he's just crunching these numbers and just figuring it out and and, and trying to figure out how to like slingshot around round Earth or uh, and where they have to sneak the information to them. Like I thought he worked yeah, in the
3: astrophysics did... lab. Like he actually worked oh. for them. Like in like. Oh, or Jet propulsion. Or something.
2: looked so young. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Uh, <laughs> hey man, uh, they were, um, they recruit
3: cool early, you know. Yeah, they do.
2: Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just. I mean, but I do. I did hear that there was there was one moment in the entire movie that was not scientifically accurate, and everything else worked so hard to be to be to be on point with their facts. But the, the one bit was actually at the start you know when, when there's that when they're on the surface and that huge storm blows in and they're, and they have the uh, the balance on the, uh, the balance device or whatever on their, on their craft telling them when it's when it's leaning too far when like there's like the point of no return where it's gonna fall over and they have to leave yeah and then all that all that shit goes down that Damon gets like impaled and flung and they have to leave him because it's just so dangerous a storm well, Unfortunately, Mars's gravity being a fraction that it is on Earth cannot have storms anywhere near that level of intensity. <laughs> so that is that the, the entire premise of the movie technically can't happen because the strongest winds Mars can have could almost take you by surprise but not blow anyone over.
0: And that's the cool thing about it. They're like, hmm, the audience would not know that at all. Put it in the movie. <laughs> yeah,
3: because <laughs> yeah, yeah to, to to be fair for them, they had to put something in there where they rushed out quick, and Matt Damon can stay behind and survive. Something well, had to I mean, be it's, thrown it's in there. It's a great there. premise. You yeah, like, yeah. Cause, if cause you didn't like, tell me honestly, if you didn't tell me that, I never known. I would like, not I have known. And I love this
2: shit. You know.
0: Well, that's interesting too. So instead of that happening, what could have happened?
2: hardware failure maybe where it was gonna they ship was cascade, where something broke and it was a chain reaction and they maybe had seconds to, to figure out what was gonna happen and they were all stranded and they had to leave them guys so, guys wow. aliens that's just Amber <laughs> I no?
0: mean it is it is really Scott
3: aliens <laughs> think about <laughs> it they it find really they Scott. find like an alien queen they find the <laughs> eggs you know <laughs> aliens <laughs> they could aliens. have done aliens <laughs> that's just aliens think about <laughs> it like, they leave <laughs> quickly yeah. they leave Matt Damon there and <laughs> aliens. It's yeah, it's the aliens. Xenomorphs
2: attack, and then the Predators show up towards the end, and then it's actually a tie-in prequel, super prequel to... I was Maybe. just gonna
1: say, isn't that like the premise to the movie Prometheus?
0: That's pretty yes, much exactly, it's exactly the same, is, exactly. It's it's the is. same That's what premise, it is, except it would be on Mars.
3: Yep, then then, then Star Lord shows up and he saves the day. No. And then like he fights Galactus like on I think Mars that, somehow.
2: I think, I think that if if Prometheus didn't happen, Ridley Scott might have been tempted to actually do it with the Martian. Because the reason it happened with, uh, with Prometheus was because it actually originally was just going to be a movie about like ancient aliens. It wasn't. It wasn't actually going to be in any way tied to the Alien franchise. But then, as he was writing the script, uh, I think someone either I think it was a conversation he was having with someone, but someone threw the idea out there that like, oh, this would be great if you tied it into your Alien franchise. And he did, and I think the movie suffered for it. I think that it was a lot stronger. No, no. I, like, I, liked, I, like I it. liked.
3: I liked it. I'll agree with Amber on that. Like, I did like that they put the alien stuff into it but if they took it away it could almost be its own thing
2: yeah i i liked what i I liked the movie don't get me wrong but i think it would have been a much stronger movie had it been its own thing had it been in what it was meant to be which was an exploration of this of 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 this i guess idea that it's been overdone with, with like documentaries to a point where it's gotten so hokey people talk about it like like it's like it's a joke but there's still some really cool ideas you can have for a narrative there that that he i think he want originally wanted to work with that just got so overshadowed by by the alien franchise
0: well isn't that why he's making another one too to really make it more fantastical than it is like an ancient alien based and then uh put aliens in it
2: but I think I think that like when you think about Prometheus, you it's, you think of it more as a, an origin story for for Alien, and less so of an exploration of the ancient alien theory.
0: Mm. I liked it though. Like I, I liked it as a, as a, like an origin for for the aliens because like we don't know. Yeah, no, it's good, anything but... about like where the where the Xenomorphs came from and stuff, and uh, it's pretty cool to see that they're kind of like like en- engineered like you know weapons
3: of war. At the same time, though, like I love. Don't get me wrong. I like origin stories, but when it comes to like the Alien franchise. I really don't want to know. I like the idea of just not knowing mm. where they come from and what yeah, they it's are. The monster you don't like. Know you can you can pretty much get Like we always guess. I My mean, brother and I always had the conversation. They had to be weapons. The way they reproduce, their blood is acidic. You know, like they have to be weapons. They don't eat. They just kill you if you're a threat or bring you back so they could make more of themselves so it's yeah, like that's
2: one of the one of the beautiful things about film it's, it's where if when you're writing when you're writing you can you can omit intentionally omit details to let the audience wonder and fill in more and, and make and, and make something more frightening that's why It Follows was so successful I feel like it's like the, you, it was just this thing that that you, it was ambiguous and you didn't know what it was but it, all you knew it was, was that it was after you and it was going to get you and that's why it was so scary
3: I think when it comes down to it, that's what makes a lot of good movies great—is when they don't give you everything. Like we say it all the time, like we hate being spoon-fed when it comes into movies. You know, we don't want to know this. Let our imaginations run wild. Let our like ourselves close the gaps, and that's what makes a great movie in many sense. Like just yeah, Zack Snyder, your head clo- <laughs> your head closes the gap of what's going on. You know, like
2: for right, absolutely, absolutely. Well, like for scary... Zack
0: Snyder, like he he was saying that the reason why he showed Doomsday and all that because there, there was like another threat. Like there's there's something else that that we're gonna be uh, sated with. So he felt the need to show that to the audiences, which I still don't agree with. Yeah, it's, uh... it's,
2: it's Lex Luthor's power suit. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's
0: Lex Luthor's power come suit. Come on, come on, come on, come <laughs> it on. Happened. Is there is there also like is it is it a rumor or is it, or is it a thing where um. That it's that's not actually Lex Luthor. That's actually Lex Luthor's son. Cause I don't know if that's I just like haven't a web heard rumor. That yet. Yeah, I don't know if that's oh. just a web rumor, but it's been going around so often now that I'm starting to believe it. I don't think it's a thing.
1: I doubt it. I want it to be a thing, but I don't think it It'd is. It'd be
2: really hard for for someone call, running around calling himself Lex Luthor and these trailers to not to suddenly not to like be hiding that fact from the rest of the world. Yeah.
0: Well, has he said he was Lex Luthor in the trailer? Jesse Eisenberg.
2: I, I, th- I, I Yeah, because I re- at the same the time they could they could really pull Lex
3: like or. uh they could really pull a Spider Man three and say he's Lex Luthor Junior. Yeah, uh, but Lex Luthor
1: Junior goes uh, by the name of Alexander.
3: Yeah, but you know what? They don't have to do that. They've already ch- changed it enough where they don't have to do that with the movie. Yeah. They could make it like stupid and call him like Lex Luthor Junior. He's not really like the real Lex Luthor. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I, I don't mean to uh, to go back. Actually, oh, wait. Uh, I think we're talking about uh batman resume but just going back to uh to the martian real quick um i was wondering actually what you guys thought about if you thought you could actually pull this off where he snuck the email to one of the astronauts with the hidden plan to to circumvent uh, nasa's order to make them land and and wait longer to get matt Nabin's character off of mars because I know I was saying earlier I, I was I, I, uh, I like how there wasn't this us versus them but there was that one point in the movie <laughs> where it kind of happened. I mean, so do, you, do you think?
1: I mean, Amber, one does not simply email an orbiting <laughs> space vessel. You
2: <laughs>
3: son of a bitch! You. You're welcome. You know what? And I love the fact. I, I'll just before we go to that. I liked. And love. I know you guys caught it. They had a Lord of the Rings reference in this fucking yeah. movie yeah. Oh, right. with Sean Bean. It's like, yeah. oh, they know what's up. You know? They just know. <laughs> and
1: and kudos to Jeff Daniels, too, who, for me, who did a fantastic job. Um, he's one of those actors that, like, you can never really pin if he's a dramatic or comedic actor. But he, I think this role, like, summarized his acting skills to a T. Even to the point where he jumped in on the Lord of the Rings reference. You guys mm-hmm. remember that? Where he was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be this guy. I'm this guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that. And that one no, like, it was like right videos. when they were
3: talking about, like, the, um... <laughs> oh, God, when it was called, like, Project, um... Fuck, no, I had a brain fry. I can't remember the name what they called the Project. But he's like, if we're going to be Lord of the Rings, I'm going to be this guy. Yeah, it was fucking great.
2: <laughs>
3: um, and, it... No, and it... No, go ahead, Amber. It...
2: I think the movie just wasn't, really wasn't afraid to, to have, to have these, uh, I guess these moments where these characters just came across as a lot more relatable and human just because they had these, these pop culture references that like, that we all know. And it's like, yeah, they're, they're serious scientists, but they also know how to have fun. They also want, want to actually have their, their geekdom bleed into their, into their job.
1: And I, I think that's, I, I kind of agree, kind of going back to the beginning, um, with the kind of, but not really with the characterization that this movie is a comedy, it's not a comedy, but it's a movie about humor, in my opinion. It's a movie about how humor can take one person and let them last a year and a half without any human contact whatsoever, at all.
2: And so it's it's, it's it's definitely it's definitely not a, I will, it, not a comedy in any conventional sense exactly. of the word. But I guess yeah, I, if if you really stretch the meaning of the word comedy to a point where humor has has a crucial role in the film. At, at least, I mean, in some way, then then, yes. But at the same time, then you could also say that, like, that that's in the... The Avengers has a lot of funny quips consistently, even when they're in danger. So does the Avengers count as a comedy?
1: But there are also a lot of movies that I don't think are funny at all, like Wes uh, Anderson movies. Just so dry that they're just talking, and, like, maybe it's a little quirky. And those are considered comedies.
2: Well, yeah, that's, like, dry are they? I Are mean, they?
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely Absolutely. Absolutely. They they're considered comedies.
0: I don't consider them comedy. I don't know what I – I just consider them indie. I don't consider them, like, comedy. Yeah, I, I mean, they have they funny indie. moments in
3: them. Like, but. he is definitely the uh, father of indie movies, but they are considered comedy. They're considered comedies. Really? But, yeah. Huh. But, like, I don't –
1: I don't know. I just consider them, like, those movies, like, a day in the, lo- in the life of, you know, kind of thing where it's just, like, really awkward people talking to each other and hanging out and maybe a humorous thing happens here or there but then again i've never really been a wes anderson fan in case you i point.
3: will give it to wes anderson though like one thing i will say about him is he's a good director in a sense where you know you're watching one of his movies
1: yeah definitely like that's
3: you could true. you could be like fucking around on cable all of a sudden you just stop on a channel just because you know reasons and yep. you know just by looking at it it's wes anderson oh sure so yeah. i will give him that i'm not a big fan. i mean some of his movies are good some of them I don't like much. Because I think he's trying to be too like hip, but yeah, you can tell just by the camera, like tis the cinematography. Like you could tell it's him, or the board, like, board like what the Scott. actors' huh? faces, yeah, <laughs> or like the film <laughs> quality, or the music yeah. they're using, or helps, or they have something to do with like fucking India or like yeah. Eastern Europe. Uh, you know, you, you know it's Wes Anderson because <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: Greg, the only the only thing that I would that, that I would still say that I where I'm mainly against the Martian getting the award for, for best comedy is well well yeah I think that it, the humor definitely had a much more relevant role in the film than than in your average film I think that the things that the Martian does does well and the things that should earn an award aren't it wasn't wasn't just the humor it it was it was just I, th- I think I think it was like a best film material I, I I think, and, and I think, if we're going to talk about comedies, there's a lot of other comedies out there that at least should have gotten the consideration.
1: Oh, what, in 2015, uh, because I think The Martian is one of the funniest movies I've seen in 2015. Not including Marvel, I mean, I... not including Marvel movies, or superheroes. Oh,
2: yeah, <laughs> or Hateful Eight. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, Hateful Eight, like that's like Quentin Tarantino is hilarious, but like I, I like the humor in The Martian more than Hateful Eight. But I love hatefully. Right, but
2: I I would almost equate you know, the humor in The Martian too too hatefully. Oh sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, but the know. thing
3: about the the humor the humor like The Martian, and I agree with you, Greg, on that is that a lot of the jokes they made, the characters, and some of the stuff Matt Damon said, yeah, sounds like shit we would say. Yeah, like like he's like
1: sitting there going counting his food rations, and he's like, if only I could grow some more food. Fortunately, and he pulls out his document. He goes, I'm a fucking botanist. I'm gonna botanist
2: the shit <laughs> out
1: of this. And it was great, like science.
2: Shit.
1: It's just like his like everyman qualities are what made his character really shine. And I think a lot of these characters um, were oh, were well thought out, including Lewis, uh, who was you know everyone knows she was the captain, played by Jessica Chastain, with her music choice because you did not expect that music to be in her playlist. I, and I thought,
3: ge- I thought it was, I thought it was genius. In. I thought that was really <laughs> genius because one, they kind of borrowed a page from. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, we're using like classic music, yeah. Um, but I thought it was genius because just funk. <laughs> but if you think about it, the movie takes place relatively in the future; it doesn't really take place now. Sure. So rather than like rebrand a song that's going to come out today as a song in the future, and most songs today suck, they went with a uh, they went with a soundtrack that's like classic music. So it was kind of it was very very like creative way for them to have music in the movie, more or less modern music without trying to fake a modern, uh, fake something from 2016 to sound like it's from, like, 2028,
1: you know? Right, right. No, Dave, I will not turn that beat around. Not anymore. <laughs> At first uh, I was
3: afraid, Greg. I was petrified. You were
1: petrified. What was the song that he was like, this is the least disco song that is on, that she has on her playlist? And he oh, and he played it, and it was still pretty fucking disco.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: uh, It has something to do with Heat, because it was when he had the uh, plutonium behind him. I can't remember that's going to oh, bother me oh god
3: yes god damn it um um disco not disco inferno because that's super disco yeah I um, know oh fuck yeah I can't remember <laughs> but he was like playing it and he was just kind <laughs> of looking right. at
1: the camera like he wasn't amused but it was also like he realized the irony of the this, of this situation just like stuff like that it was just great like his whole narrative his boom, whole narrative disco about ha-
3: it's not disco boom, inferno stuff. Burn this mother down I'm stuck in my head
1: And also uh, Donald Glover too Doing his best Abed impression
3: Did anyone else think that? I was surprised to see him Like And this That's Like uh, Someone asked me like who? When I was saying at work I said I saw The Martian They asked like Who's in it other than Matt Damon I'm like Who's not in this movie? Like It was Hot Stuff Hot Stuff was the song yeah hot stuff yeah. yeah like Kristen Wiig was in this I didn't expect to see Kristen Wiig like sure. at all not saying she she's not a bad actress in the in any respects whatsoever Like the few movies I've seen her seriously she, serious, she's really good but I didn't, just did not expect to see her I knew I'd see Jeff Daniels you know didn't see, see expect to see Kristen Wiig didn't expect to see um, Donald Glover at all like yeah. he just I don't know or just boop there he is sleeping I'm like get the fuck out of here <laughs> surprised Sean Bean didn't die so there's that. <laughs> as always, as always. Then there's
0: Sean Bean. There was uh, Chewy the, the guy from uh, T- Twelve Years a Slave, and yep. uh, wasn't he in Firefly or something?
1: Gonna be in. Uh, he was yep. in Firefly. He was in, uh, Firefly. He's in Serenity. Serenity is what he Serenity. was in. Yeah. Serenity. Yeah. And uh, he's gonna be in Doctor Strange, playing Baron Mordor Baron Mordor Um. And actually, I really like. I never heard of him before, but this this Benedict Wong Wong character, he was really cool like the uh the i don't know what do you want to call him like the the rocket scientist i guess the guy who was always given the bad news he's like well you're not gonna like my idea basically <laughs> i gonna, gonna take everything that's safe about this shuttle and take it away to make it a fucking vessel that he oh
0: uh, that guy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But, 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 fun fact, like, fun for, fact um, about
3: that guy he yeah. was in prometheus was he what? yes he was Oh shit, he was. Remember when it was him and the other pilot that made a bet about if they were like going to be terraformers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was the other yeah. pilot, dude. I love it, and now and now in this movie, he was just like uh,
0: <laughs> Jeff Daniels' character was like, "All right, you have you know, you have this much time to do something. Okay, I want it done in half that." He's like, "What? We can't." All right, yes. that that half that I gave you, I need half of that. What? We can't. What? And I love it every <clears throat> time that that guy's like, "We can't." okay, we'll do it. And like, all right, <laughs> now we need you to have that. Damn it, man. Like, okay, we need to just take everything out. Just
3: gut the whole thing. You just
2: roll I, the I, don't know, I don't know about you guys,
3: but like when the, when they, when they, when they, when they shoot that, the first like um, supply module and it exploded, I felt like shit. I was like, you knew it was coming, but it's like no,
2: no. That, that, that's so true. There was, there was so many moments in this movie yeah. that you just were so filled with dread. Like when I, I, when I was just, I was just at the edge of my seat. I was like, please make it, please make it, please make it. No, no, <laughs>
3: fuck. Or when you just went back into like the airlock and it just explodes out of nowhere and kills all. the oh, food. Oh man, no. I jumped out my oh. seat. I was like,
2: no, you, fuck. Oh, and how about that moment where where they ha- where they tell where they tell him that they haven't told the rest of the crew that he's still alive and you're just like oh my god how is he gonna take it and he's like yeah. are you fucking kidding me like that that there was just so much pressure leading up to that I just could, I couldn't I just couldn't even
0: and I love in that moment that, that the whole world was watching and the president and stuff and like he was like <laughs> cursing are you fucking kidding me and they're like oh, sorry sir he doesn't know what he's Saying he's under and then he just he just keeps cursing <laughs> he just he's keeps like, coming you,
2: you're on You're lie the world can see you." he's like oh really the world can see me well and we don't even get to see what he said there
0: yeah oh i would have loved to see the words he puts together he says, oh really the world can see you. i'm not concerned with that like i'm stranded here you haven't told my crew you know that are like his brothers and sisters you know and he's just like why
2: what the hell's wrong with you people and I, I actually, I wonder if if NASA would actually have like a live feed like that in real life, or if or if they would chicken out and uh, and not allow it. Because I think that really made the world care a lot more about about him surviving. I think that's I mean one reason why everyone was so. so I, I don't think I don't think
0: they'd have a, like a live feed like just just for something, especially in America, since the media is so controlled. I don't I don't think they would have it. If they did, it would be on a super delay.
2: Oh yeah, super no, the, the FCC it would so not allow that. At yeah. least at the very least filtered. Oh yeah. Although absolutely.
3: to be fair, NASA does have a live feed channel that's on like all the time. Can just, it also blanks out all the time. Yeah, true. That you can watch uh, no on television, but like something like that, <laughs> something like that is like the best marketing ever. It's like, oh, we left a guy on Mars. The now best. we have to go. Now we have to go get him. America, NASA. You know, it's like <laughs> of course they will have yeah. like a live feed. Are you kidding me? You America
0: know, America in space.
3: Yeah, America. Fuck yeah, in, in space.
2: God. But there's also, this, I think, I think one of the moments I, I. I I think surprised me and how how heavy it was that I did not expect was uh was when he had to leave. I don't know what the name of it. His space car, the 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 Mars Oh the river, uh, yeah, and he said goodbye like, to I it. Had to leave that behind. <laughs> oh my god, I was so sad.
3: To whom it may concern. <laughs> Treat her right. She saved my life. It's like, oh, oh man. you don't
2: you don't realize up to that moment, but that's like been his his buddy this whole time. It's gotten him everywhere because people people like relate to their cars. It's it's
0: it's kept him safe. Like it's 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 like his Wally. You know, he might, he might as well have named it Wally. He's like, all right, Wally, see you later. You know I
2: mean? And it was and it was out of nowhere too because I I didn't I didn't it didn't hit me because I, I guess there was that one moment where he where he when he uh, when he's in the car and he's like freezing and he 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 smashes the he like hits the screen or whatever because. Uh, the the food got all screwed up but that i was like oh no don't hit the car but other than that i I really didn't i didn't realize until that moment how much i cared about it you know yeah it was very well done and 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 how they uh and how they snuck that one in
1: yeah that was great but speaking of sneaking things in it's getting to be well over that time where i ask you guys my infamous secret question
0: Secret question. dun da Bing. No. <laughs> <It's>. <laughs> I'll play it again. Oh. <laughs> we got it. We got
1: it. <laughs> we got it. We got, we can do it again in case we didn't get it.
0: Wee. <laughs> <Oui. laughs>
1: so we talked. We, we what's talked what's about the. the-
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. Dead. That, was, that was the
1: question. You didn't hear it? here I'll play it again for you.
3: <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Damn,
1: um, so the Martian is, is about it is about being stranded on a foreign planet, using only your skills to survive, only the baseline skills that you've really acquired, or what you're good at, what you're fantastic at, and waiting in the hopes of someone or anyone coming or even contacting you with a new MP3 of some kind to listen to and really help you out of this situation. My secret question to you guys is this. If you were stranded on Mars, what is the one skill you would have that would you think would keep you from dying? A horrible death.
0: The skill to keep myself from dying. Did it. I did it. <laughs> Hi Tina. Secret question be in next question. <laughs> <laughs> It'd in be in the power to summon Matt Damon to save me <laughs> to science this shit. <laughs> um.
1: So I, I guess let's make it a little less specific. Uh-huh. You're you're stranded, not on like on Mars or anything, but you're just stranded somewhere. What skill do you rely on to survive that particular scenario? Hmm. I, I guess
2: for me, it'd be my ability to keep myself sane with via lack, of even in the, with the lack of human contact. I'm pretty good about keeping myself um, in my uh, consistently consistent in my in my in my thought processes, but with or without a, a lot of people in my life. So I can I can I can be a loner if I need to. I can I can be around a lot of people if I need to. So the the lack of human contact for a long duration of time wouldn't, wouldn't be as bad for me.
1: Nice. Uh, what about you, Dave?
3: Uh, being able to navigate using the sun and just basic woodsman stuff, like I am like camping, but only if I. But I'm good camper with my gear. However, if I do get lost, I can f- at least find my way to a water source if I have to, just by using the sun or like the moss growing on trees or like if I get to a river. At least I can follow the river to find, like, the mouth of the river to find, like, something, you know? Mm. So, if I'm in the woods, I might be okay. Anywhere else, I'm probably fucked. And you, Serge?
0: Hmm. I would have the skill. I'd have the skill to know that I'll probably if I'm stranded somewhere, I would have the ability to uh, keep myself entertained with whatever I'm doing. And that alone is priceless. Now I used to, uh, to 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 hike and swim a lot and everything as a kid. I'd always be like outdoors, so I'd be like, "Hmm, I need to find water. I need to get somewhere high. I need to get dry, and I need to get shelter." So I'd be like, "All right, let's fucking do this." But uh, I don't know. I guess I guess the skill to uh, I don't know. It's fun because when I mean, people usually get stranded, they they just they just start panicking and they, they they forget everything. They even just even seen on TV, I guess you know about like you know bear grills or. Survival men or whatever, they're just like, oh no, this has happened to me now. I don't know what to do, and then they just die, and then they just walk somewhere and yeah. just hope to get rescued. I don't know. You just gotta like, like pull yourself together and try to keep your your head on straight. You know? Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm fucked. By the way, I have no skills. <laughs> <to be out laughs> in the wild. Fun fact: black Fun bears. Fact. Black bears are kind of like giant raccoons. So yeah. nine out of ten times they won't attack you if unless you're fucking with them. So if you do see a bear like cross your path in the forest and it's hopefully not with its cubs and it's not mother because then you can die um if you get really loud with it and just scream at it it'll run away because you scare the fuck out of it because a house cat can scare a black bear
0: yeah also Mm. yeah i I saw something uh in, in a documentary saying that the whole like playing dead shit doesn't work on every bear which is what people were taught oh just play dead and yeah, this guy was saying, "Oh, that doesn't work on every bear. You got to make yourself big, and you
3: got to like, like scare it, pretty much." Like, is like, is that true, Dave? That is absolutely. I mean, grizzlies are grizzlies; they'll fuck with you no matter what. So it's like, if you see a grizzly, and you'll know if it's a grizzly because it's huge. Unless you have a gun that's really loud, you're not going to scare it away. Um, but yeah, black bears generally, um, brown bears are more like inland. Black bears are like more like around the rivers and whatnot and, and lakes. Black bears generally, if you don't fuck with them, they don't fuck with you. They will show up to a campsite if you have food, which is why that's where you see them. Or you will see them like in someone's backyard because they're going for a food source. Hey, but gen- yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but generally they're kind of like giant raccoons. So if you, because we've done it before in the forest, like if you like get really loud with it and scream, it'll go away. It'll run away. If you chase it, it'll. Probably fight back, so you'll be like, you know, the, the cat in the corner, like, it will fight back to save its life, but... Yeah. Get really loud with it, and it will run away, most likely.
1: Hmm.
3: Like, if you're hiking in the woods, the best thing you can do if you're, like, bear country, if it's, like, black bear country, is, like, pots and pans tied around your belt. <laughs> no, so seriously. You
0: bring, so, so you bring a DJ potty horn, it'll be okay. Just, oh, here comes a bear! <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, pretty much. In fact, there's a gun that one of my buddies has. It's, um... Smith, I think it's called the Smith & Wesson SAE 500 or some shit like that. Long choice. Uh, it, it shoots massive fucking rounds. Like, it's a revolver with five shots. Take your pinky, and that's the size of the shell. I shit you not. And um, it's meant to kill grizzly bears in the wild, just in case you see a grizzly bear. Now, the point of the gun is maybe you won't hit the grizzly bear, but it's loud enough where it'll scare the fuck out of it and make it run away
0: also like, your pinky is huge you can't say like people's random pinkies because like not everyone's like pinky is the size my, the size of like a baseball glove my, <laughs> <laughs> my, my pinky's not that big i'm just saying like it's a bit bigger than a 50 cal that like okay you're measuring so it fun, by right? by your mitts compared
3: to mere <laughs> mortal's hands
0: okay her <laughs>
3: cannot compare his hands to that of a mortal okay take a sharp take a sharpie marker take the top off And basically, like, that black or red part on the top, that's the size of the shell. Like, it's pretty massive, and it's meant to be, like, just loud. And to that point, okay, fine, my pinky's huge. I can fit my pinky into the shell. That's the size of the bullet that's coming out of this motherfucker. So it's like, and I fired it before. Like, it really hurts your hand after you fire it. And the heat that comes off it, it's like, yeah, but again, that's what it's meant for. It's meant to be loud. So whatever's chasing you is going to run the fuck away, God willing. I love where this this where this
0: whole thing went, and I'm pretty sure everyone's <laughs> I'm pretty
3: sure everyone who's listening is gonna fact check me and tell me I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I fucked up somewhere in there. You like, those backcountry fuck guys don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> talking about shells, pinkies, sharpies? I, I bet they can't skin a deer if they had to. I can skin 12, <laughs> 12 deers in one day.
1: Although to be fair, I don't think people who can skin deer are really listening to our podcast. <laughs> Just saying, hey, I don't. I, think I know, that's I know, how really do right. you know, Greg? How, how do you do know? know? I you know
0: people who hunt and stuff, and, and and are like that, like really rednecky, who who listen to us because, like, really? You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, because I'm friends. Well, I'm friends with them, so you know, like, guy, like, well, like you know, guys who go like yeah. in mudding and shit, you know, like they yeah. they, they, they like stuff we talk because they're, they're dirty,
3: too. So, all right, fair enough. Yeah, Greg. When I used to do like. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and boxing, all that stuff. Those are the nerdiest people I have ever met. Like, I shit you not. Like, if they weren't doing MMA, they probably would be in their mom's basement.
2: Yeah, Greg, stop putting people. Yeah.
3: in Yes. Oh, I put everyone in a box. You're in a box. You're in a box. you What's box. in the box? <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Dave out of the box.
0: What's in the box? <laughs> man in the box. And with that, that's all the time we have Why is for that so this funny? week. <laughs> Well, everyone, it was a really good podcast talking about uh, The Martian. Tune in next week as we talk about our next subject each and every week. Back Funky, we talk about a certain topic. You can go to com slash podcast on iTunes and for your Android users on SoundCloud. And there's another app on uh, Android for you just to listen to podcasts. I believe it's called Podcasts. Could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, go there, pick your flavor. We talk about movies, TV shows, probably something that you guys like. Uh, listen one, let us know what you think. Hit us up on our social media. We got everything that uh, you actually care about. For this week, this has been Day of the Bearded Menace. What's in the box? <laughs> Booster Greg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had so trouble coming. getting that open, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a bit of a pause there. Edomom uh, right. Amber. Rawr, That's great. I love that you think that. Just do that every time. Rawr, rawr. Just one more time. And Amber. (laughs) Ra. I don't know why that's so great to me. And I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you later. We'll see you another time. Or never. want us to keep recording or no we're good
2: (laughs) all right (laughs) jeez